We are here for the stories, the laughs, the drama, and the most interesting, totally unscripted conversations. I am your host, Deb McCollum, and you're listening to a connectable miniseries called Not Here to Judge. Hello, welcome back to Not Here to Judge podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here with Maya. So I'm I meet so many cool people from boxing. Yes, <laughs> Maya and I we have bags that are right next to each other. We have designated bags that no one else knows are for us, exactly. but we know, and we will kind of try and reserve them for each other if we see that we're going to be checked in. Yeah, love it. Yeah, we have the same bags, so that's mm-hmm. why I met Maya. Um, I was just. I was just laughing. So I was telling Maya, like I have a jet lag brain. So, um, and my allergies are so bad. Mm -hmm. So if I walk away, if I, I'm going to, I'll give you a signal if I have to walk away and sneeze. (laughs) And that means you just keep talking. Um, but Maya, thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. I have invited her to my mermaid apartment. It's very pretty. Honestly, I came in and I was like, I love the vibes. I would like to recreate this, but in pink. <laughs> and there you um, go. I tried to like I got a little pink. No, I tried to get those some are very pink cute in. though. These orchids, could they're totally fake? Would you ever? Could you? No, ever tell? I actually wouldn't. I was gonna say, wow, you kept really good oh. care of them while you were gone. I know, right? Good. I know, right? Well, I was gone for no, like two yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's why I have fake plants in here. I'm never home. Like that's. I mean, that one right there is obviously fake. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Meat, but, but honestly, the orchid one—that one's pretty real because my parents. My dad loves plants. He loves plants, like backyard, green thumb. That's all him. Our own fruits, everything. And we had orchids. And I remember like my parents would like sit there sometimes with like this spray bottle and like Q-tips and would clean out the mites because they're nice. used to because they get like little mites that look like dust or like oh my white fuzzies. Yeah. So that's, that's why I was so like, funny. dang, yeah. like, you got it. Like really. these are flawless. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, okay. Shouldn't have said anything. Should have left it. Yeah. Costco though. Costco. Good to so know. I'm like, that needs to need a little pink oh, pop yeah. in here. But anyway, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so we um I have, I have so many questions. So Maya and I, we start, Maya and I started talking before we hit the record button. Um, I mean, she even showed me some like scars and mm-hmm. stuff on her body. And I'm like, we need to just stop. We need to hit record. So I, <laughs> yes. I have so many questions, but um, we have, so this is, you know, just a warning. This might be triggering for some people, the things that we talk about. Yeah. Um, um, more so in the sense of um, anything that may be triggering when it comes to physical abuse, emotional abuse, mm-hmm. uh, narcissistic abuse, financial abuse, honestly, a lot of the things that can happen um, in any form of uh, abusive relationship, either with a romantic partner or even with family members or friends. I came across a story where someone at my school actually did some of the similar things that my ex did, but to a friend, kind of crazy, but yeah. Yeah. So just trigger warning. Yes. Unfortunately, there are no limits to like when those things happen to people, you, yeah. you know, you don't think it's a, sometimes you think it's just a, rela- a um, romantic relationship setting, mm-hmm. but it can happen within families. It can, it can happen honestly anywhere. I've met a lot of people. Most of the people that I've been able to relate to have been within their own romantic relationships. Mm. Um, recently, someone that I found out that went to my school, it was more of a friendship abuse that they were like, no, I hate your boyfriend, got the boyfriend 
expelled, not expelled, but um, terminated from their job. Oh my God. Yeah. And then would tell like the friend, like, no, like you can't be with him anymore. Mm. Um, Was in this person's dorm. And then the person was like, I feel uncomfortable with this person being here. Left for four hours, left at 10 p.m. And was like, okay, just let yourself out. Left at 10 p.m., came back to their dorm at 2 a.m. They were still there. Wow. Yeah, I would tell them like, no, you can't talk to anyone in wow. this group without me being there. Crazy stuff like that. So it can happen in friendships. Like That's I said, romantic crazy. relationships. Someone I met, um, it happened with their parent. So it's just a lot of crazy stuff that it really like, if you think you're alone, you're not. And I think that's the biggest thing that, at least for me, yeah. I needed to learn because yeah. I knew, but I no one talks about it. You right. have nothing to compare your story to. Right. Um, like I was telling you with the, excuse me, with the support groups mm-hmm. online. Um, honestly, a lot of them, they're kind of like asking for advice. And I'm like, I know when you're like, you know, to an extent when someone's writing it, if you have that gut feeling, because you've already been there, you know, it's a red flag, but they're still there writing it or they're kind of showing like pictures of their bruises or showing things like that. And it's just kind of like, although yes, you're like, okay, so other people are going through it, but it's just more explicit because sometimes me, I was not physically abused that showed signs like actual bruises. I was never physically abused to show bruises up until Mm, I want to say May of last year. Okay. Or May, maybe a little bit before, but essentially last year. Yeah. This was a four year long relationship. Okay. So I didn't get yeah. any physical abuse like that. Right. Um, maybe one time when he punched my arm the summer 2020, I want to say. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, like it didn't bruise. And from there on, I was like, oh, it was just the one time. And so mm-hmm. me not really seeing what was leading up to it. Right. That's where I was like. I didn't even know the telltale signs to an extent. I was just like, oh, maybe I just like have really shitty luck with someone. And that's really just where I thought. Right. You start second guessing yourself. You start, there's all kinds of gaslighting going on Mm -hmm. within yourself and from the other person manipulation. There's all those key terms, you know. Yeah. And our relationship didn't start on, I would say like the best. Mm -hmm. I will admit, I, this was my very first relationship. Okay. Because you're 22 on now. I was going to say, how old are you? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm 22 now. So you're now. coming off a four year. I'm year. coming out of a four year relationship. Yeah. I met this person when I was 18. 18. Okay. So I had just started college when okay. I met this person. Okay. Um, and I had never really had a relationship before. I was always kind of like the person people would want to flirt with or want to whatever, but never really was in like a healthy relationship. Yeah. And I can say, my parents, although they are together and they love me, yeah. they never always really had like the healthiest relationship or like yeah. some things where like I would take what happened in their relationship and kind of apply it. And I think that's where to an extent, I don't want to say where I went wrong because everything I did was out of love because I thought that's what love was. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like would try and force things a little bit more in the sense that I'm like, well, like, what are we? What are we doing? Like, yeah. I was that girl yeah. that everyone was like, oh my gosh, they're asking, like, you don't ask that. Um, hey, also, been, if you have been to, there, guilty. But if you have to ask that, also, just know it's probably a red flag that you don't know where you stand with this person. Yeah, um, true. But that's kind of more so what it was. And so I just kind of force things. They would lie to me. I wouldn't say lie, they were open with their lies. And 
because they were so open with it, I was then susceptible to their manipulation. Yeah. Um, for example, we'd go to college parties. They would say, oh, like, no, like, I don't have any money. So I'm going to go talk to these girls, flirt with them, see what they give me. But don't worry, because at the end of the party, I'm still going home with you. <laughs> Things like that. And wow. me being so vulnerable, because I, like I said, I never really had anyone that gave me that much mm. attention that like loved me what I thought loved yeah. me, cared for me, looked out for me, whatever yeah. it was. Um, and I was like, Oh my gosh, like, this is so cool. But then like looking back on it, I'm like, Oh, mm, wasn't the best idea. I mean, looking back on it, I can laugh. Um, there are multiple times where, um, have you, you've, you've had to see the, I think it's, it's either, it's the Valentine. It's the one with Ryan Gosling and Ben okay. Affleck. Um, and oh, yes, yes, yes. And or I don't think it's Ben Affleck. I don't know why I said Ben Affleck. Valentine's Date. Not yes, that I one. think is it that is. What I it? think it is that one because okay. it's when his daughter with the red hair dates Ryan. Right. Gosling. Okay, no, you're thinking okay. of. Oh my god, it's like at the tip of my tongue because I swear I was just watching it the other day or it was on the other day. But, but the movie, yes, in general, it was with Steve Carell. Yes, Steve Carell. I don't know why I said Ben Affleck. No, no. The guy's name was Ben. His <laughs> <laughs> name was Ben. Right. No, you're good. <laughs> but that movie, okay. if you if you know what I'm talking about, you'll it, know. It, in the watch in the in the middle of this episode, it'll, it'll, it'll come pop up, up and they'll be like, "Oh, there you go, yeah. right there." <laughs> but um, yeah. essentially, with that movie, I remember one time he called me and he had just gone done watching the movie with um, his family. And stupid crazy me. love. Stupid crazy love. That's, yes. That's exactly what it was. And so okay. he calls me and he's like, you know, like how in Ryan Gosling, he turned, he was alone for so long because he was working on himself. And I just feel that's what I need to do to be successful. I need to work on myself. Me, because I had always seen my parents like go through everything together, yeah. like do everything together. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? We're supposed to do it together. Like, I don't know where you, like in my yeah. head, I was like, I don't know where you've been, but <laughs> love is this way. You're supposed to go through it together. And yeah. Yeah. I should have taken that as one of the many signs. Cause it would happen somewhat often. And yeah. I would try and like bring him out of that thought of breaking up with me. Cause I would um, be like, no, like, what are you talking about? When you love someone, yeah. you go through it with them. You love them. You're there right. for them. Like through everything. I was, and I told him, I was like, I want to be there to support you. Right. And okay. so like, I would, I would skip college classes. Sorry, mom. I would skip college. <laughs> Sorry, if she mom. hears it, I don't Sorry, know no. if she will. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> but uh, I would skip, I would sometimes skip yeah. college classes mm -hmm. and I would like drive all the way to his community college and I would just spend wow. the morning with him yeah. sometimes or um I would tell my mom and she probably knows this by now but I would tell my mom I'd be sleeping over at my university which was like 10 minutes from my home so it kind of <laughs> didn't make sense but I would say I was doing that <laughs> when I would really like come all the way mm -hmm. over here and then right you know spend the night with him whatever it is right. go somewhere with him yeah and so I was always doing that and everything always came out of my pocket mm. I never from really, the get go from the get go. Yeah. Cause he kind of always set that precedent of like, I don't really have money. Yeah. One time told me, you know, Oh, like my dad is telling me that he, that because I don't have a job, like I need to pay $200 for rent. Like he's going to kick me out if I don't. And I was like, Holy shit. I was like, but I knew the family dynamic prior. Yeah. Um, parents that are separated never got married. Yeah. Um, had a very traumatic childhood because of it, um, 
And so I knew to an extent it wasn't a stable home. So I was like, well, shoot, it might be true. I was like, although they look stable from the outside, I don't know what's really going on when I'm not there. Right. So I was like, oh my gosh, like here, yeah, here's this, here's that, um, would be like, oh, can you send me $30? Like when I met him, I want to say maybe a couple months later, because I was just tutoring. So when I was tutoring, I was only getting paid $10 an hour, 10 to $12 an hour under the table. Um, Cause I was, work, I would work like one or two hours a day, right. like Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, something like that. Yeah. Um, then I got an actual job. Okay. Started working at Subway. Okay. Most of that money went towards my gas, went towards going to eat with him. Right. Went towards all this stuff. And in my head, I was like, it's fine because right. he's working on him. He's doing him. He's doing what he loves. One point he wanted to do gaming. I was like, I'll support you. I was like, you want, I'm like, you need a social media manager. I will be that social media you. manager. I'm like, I will do whatever you need. I was like, if it's going to help you, I was like, I will do it. Yeah. I was like, cause I want to see you succeed. Cause in my yeah. head, I'm like, I'm going to school. I'm set. I have parents that support me. I have parents that, you know, no matter what I can do it. So I was like, I don't mind. Yeah. You um, wanted to be that for him. For him. Yeah. yeah. But I never really got that back. Yeah. And if I did, even early on in the relationship and in my head, I'm like, it was literally like in black and white out of his mouth was one time he had said, and it was early on. It was before, before we were like maybe officially dating or maybe a little bit after, but um, had told me something along the lines of you just don't value yourself. Mm. So you need to stop letting me treat you this bad and, and told me straight up. And he was like, why are you not like standing up for yourself? Kind of things like that. Yeah. And because he kind of set that precedent of like, I'm teaching you how to stand up for yourself. I'm uh, teaching you how to do this. You don't want someone else to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want someone else to come treat you badly. It's better. It comes from me because that way you can learn your lesson. And then that way we grow together. So if by any chance we end up breaking up, at least you know what the telltale signs are. So in a roundabout way, he was telling, he was literally giving me the game plan as to what he was doing to me. Well, yeah. And then you're like, and for in your brain, how you just said like, well, what I'm helping him in your brain, you're probably like, okay, this is how he can help me. Mm-hmm. And you were mm-hmm. already doing all the, these things for exactly. him. And you're kind of in like emotionally already invested. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so I, when I was, you know, when I was your age or mm-hmm. even, even now, like, I don't think it'll ever go away. I've gotten yeah. a lot better at it, but I'm a fixer. Yes. And, uh, yes. So everything you're just saying, I'm like, yep, that was me. That was me. Or that uh-huh. is me, you know? And so, you know, you, in your, when you're so good with yourself and independent and set and you feel and you, mm-hmm. everything's cool with you. And if it, a relationship, you know, and even sometimes a friendship comes along mm-hmm. and you see that, okay, what can I do to help them? Because I'm cool, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you want to, you know, pour out your like support your, for them yeah. and your heart and you're like every, you know, and then you mm-hmm. get, and then you, yourself then you get emotionally invested oh yeah and mentally invested and then so for that to happen oh but I'm in hip for him to it was almost like I feel like you're giving me street smarts per se and I'm giving you like it wasn't even really book smarts because he was he was a very smart person too yeah crazy smart and that's why I was like you're such an evil like mega mind like you're a villain to an extent yeah um you know support you from afar but you're a villain yeah um because truthfully he was really giving me the whole game plan as to what he was planning on doing which is what he was saying he was doing to all these other girls Hmm. um I remember there would be times where like a message would pop up there was this one time this girl messaged him on Instagram said something about his eyebrows and something like that 
and was like, oh, like, when are you going to let me do your eyebrows? Something like that. But it was flirty. And I, at the time, red flag for me, maybe for them, for sure for me, I had access to his Instagram very early on. Why? I had trust issues. Apparently, before even being in a relationship, I had them. Because he kind of, he did have set that precedent. So I was like, well, that way, at least I know what's going on. That way I can see, you know, who he's quote unquote scamming, whatever it is, like whatever it was. And so when I saw that message pop up, I immediately responded. I was like, oh no, it's okay. I'm good. Thank you. Uh And then I sent that. And then right when he saw that I sent that, Mm. I got chewed out. Right. I was yelled at. Yeah. Um, Because then all of a sudden you're invading his privacy. Apparently. Or like, you don't know, like these girls are, or like this girl has a bigger brother. That's this big dog. And he's going to come and they're going to send him out to jump me because she really likes me. And if she can't have me, like it was this what? crazy thing. So, cause I listened to your podcast. So you like, it's in a sense, a little bit more on like the street side of it. Yeah. So I don't know how familiar you may or may not be with like when it comes to that idea of it. Yeah. Um, but essentially it was something like that. Like, well, like how you see in the movies, it's like, Oh, you disrespected my sister. Then like, I'm a beach ass. Kind of right. Thing, that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Right. Like say bad words. Oh yeah. Go okay. For it. All right. Go cool. girl. I just want to make sure. <laughs> but uh, essentially that's kind of what it was. Like, that's what the vibe was, yeah. was right. when he was telling me this stuff. Um, there were just multiple times where like, I would find things. Um, even, even last year, yeah. Early on, I found text messages on his iPad. FYI, if you're looking for anything, check the iPad or the Apple Watch because they're linked. You delete them off the phone, they will not delete yeah. off the watch or the iPad. Right. Yeah. So I, for some reason, I was going through the yeah. iPad. I honestly, by the last year of my relationship, I did not trust him. Mm-hmm. I was just, I felt like I truly was just there for comfort, for knowing that I knew what knew the unexpected to expect from him. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's better than staying at home. Not that my home life wasn't good. My mom loves me. My mom cooks for me. She takes care of my dog. Like she, they helped me out so, so much. But for me, I was like, I want my independence. It may come with this con, Yeah, but I can go out at midnight and go get like Taco Express if I want to. Yeah. I can go to midnight, I can go, you know, wherever it is. I was like, yeah. I don't have my mom like looking at the cameras asking me where I'm at. Right. And um, I like that. Right. And so um when I had seen these text messages, apparently he was on it was either Tinder or Bumble, oh, something where he was responding to where he got these girls' numbers and was messaging them and was like, oh hey, all this stuff. And at the time, it was in 2017 when I had met him. That December, I had gone on a family vacation to Mexico. So that time where I was gone, he was messaging these girls. Nowhere did it say that he met up with them from what I could see. Right. Um, Still. But still, it was like four or five. And I was like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. And honestly, at that time, I should have been like, honestly, you haven't respected me from the jump. Yeah. You know, like I'm done. Yeah. But I I just couldn't because then I asked him about it. And I was like, just be honest with me. And he was like, no, like. I was being stupid, whatever. I don't even know what the excuse was, but I was like, you know what? Okay. And he brought me food and I was like, you know what? I was like, whatever. I was like, in my head, I had been so self-aware. I was just like, you know what? Whatever. I was so self-aware. I was like, at some point, we're not going to be together. I was like, I truthfully don't see us being together. At some point, you kind of get to that kind of already thing. I was very Mm self-aware of everything going on. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, because early on, like yeah. I said, he would lie. Yeah, many things. Um, maybe yeah. two years ago, 
Um, he started getting into some stuff that he shouldn't have that messed with his brain a lot. Mm. Um, I couldn't even tell you truly because I thought it was one thing, thought he was no longer doing this one thing, then he was doing something. Like, I really yeah. don't even know. Yeah. I had come home one time or not come home. Well, yeah, I was out hiking with family. Yeah. And then came back. And then I was under the impression of like, hey, Maya, come over. We can like try and recreate Chipotle's block. I don't know why we were never obsessed with it, but it was like, hey, come over and do that. I was like, all right, cool. Go over. I get there. He's like high off of, I don't know what, um, and just seems to be in this psychotic state Mm. in the sense of like, looks at me as like, oh my gosh, hi, how are you? Like in this really like happy state. Like uppity up. Uh-huh. up. And then yeah. all of a sudden just see someone walking and is like, they're here to listen to us. They're here to kill us. Oh, Jesus. Watching me. He always has the Walkman in his ears. It's because it's a radio. He's letting them know I'm here. And then he oh would have a, And then he at that time had like a knife on him oh. and do that. And then sometimes he, and then like, then he would flip out of it. Oh. And then he kind of be nice to me again, but then he'd be like, I love you so much, but, but you, you cheat on me, you, this, you, that mind you, I'm not a cheater. I don't cheat on anyone. The only time that I admitted it to him was there were these two times that one time I had just flirted back with my boss at the time when I worked at the mall because he was flirting with people at his work. Mm. And he openly told me that. So you went and, and so I, I was like, all right. I was like, well, but oh, I never did yeah. anything more than just like cute little shoves or like, oh, this and that, whatever. Yeah. He thought there was something way more. And I was like, no, I actually hate this other person. Yeah. Um, and then the other time was um, in Mexican culture, we have bailes where like bandas come out and like people are just dancing. Yeah. That one time I danced <laughs> with one person and that and for him, it was like, that's enough. she's a cheater she told me these dances are sacred between relationships and honestly I probably did tell him that but after I grew up I was like it's not that serious (laughs) Um, so some people it might still be perfectly fine up to them for me I'm like it's whatever yeah um and so he's like but you cheat on me and all this stuff and so I kind of got freaked out obviously anyone would really so then I remember I had like taken the knife got inside told his like family member and I was like hey I was like he has this knife. I was like, I'm going to give this to you. I was like, because this is not safe for him to have. And then they looked at me and they're like, oh, like whatever. They kind of like shrugged it off. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Like they have kids in the house. They had a kid in the house. And for him to be acting acting like that, that, they were like, well, as long as he's not doing it really to my, like around my child or something like that. But the kid knew because then um, his sister came Somehow I was able to get him under control. I don't okay. know how. I just started having him doing like push-ups, stuff like that. Oh my God. To like, kind of like, I guess, get his brain to work. Drug I don't is know. This? I don't know. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm like, it could have been, been like a, like a pill. I don't know what kind or what they do. Yeah. But I just remember like I was in, in the backyard. I was playing basketball with the little family member kid. Yeah. Cause oh I was like, God. I can't, like, I was like, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I've never, I've never dealt with anything like that. Right. Then as like the time closes, he's like kind of like a little bit more sane. Yeah. Sister's like, oh, I got to go. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, thank you. And during that time, she had even told him. And in my head, I'm like, you should have listened to her. She said to him, "Um, you shouldn't be with someone who's scared of you. Mm. Like, because she's scared of you. She doesn't know you in this state. Right. And in my head, I was like, yeah, you should have left me alone. I did not know anything. Yeah. And I remember just like, as I was leaving, somehow brought it up to it. Um, at the time I would share calendars with my friend, Mm -hmm. um, who lives in Texas. Um, 
and we had never met officially we would always facetime call and stuff like that yeah. just met through like some music yeah. um and so we would share calendars so we would know when and when not to call each other oh okay. and so she loves the idea of love as well she would kind of make jokes with other guys and be like oh like i'm gonna set this as our wedding date like right. jokes like that future right. whatever but it was shared into my calendar, which I guess somehow was in one of the calendars I shared with him. Okay. I don't know. Somehow it copied onto mine. He saw it pop up on his, he says. And then he saw that when the notification came up, that it was deleted. And so he assumed that I had some date to marry someone. Oh, my God. Throughout these whole years of me dating him. And was like, no, because you're lying to me. You're doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, no. I was like, I will call my friend right now. Right. And she will tell you. Right. And he's like, no, because she's a witch. Like, he was still kind of in that psychosis. Right. And he's like, no, because she's a witch. And she's going to do, like, no. Oh, my hang God. Up, hang up, hang up, hang up, hang up. Like, the moment he heard her voice. And he wow. kind of, like, ran away. That was, oh like, God. the first time. And that, honestly, kind of to an extent, that, like, whatever happened there, it messed him up. Oh. I don't know how badly. I truly don't know if it was always there. Or, if, or honestly, he could have been playing a joke this whole time. Yeah. And that's the scary thing. Is, he, is he, like, schizophrenic? No. That's, like, schizophrenic no, behavior. No, exactly. That's, what, that's exactly wow. what I was thinking. But no. Because wow. he had, nothing had ever happened before that. Wow. And so I, fig- I think once he kind of realized that scared me, kind of to an extent would ha- open me up to manipulation. Yeah. Because then afterwards... Um, he would tell me that my father was affiliated with this whole organization and that my father would send people to follow him after he left my house. Oh my and God. my dad would do all this stuff. And I was like, no. Wow. Like, I was like, no. One time we went camping um, to his, um, with his family. Yeah. And I was just going to go for the day because I didn't, I knew my parents wouldn't feel comfortable with me like sleeping over for a camping yeah. trip. I was like, uh, I can just drive back home and then come back the next day. Um, but I remember we had gone on the boat. It was like the second day. We had gone back first or second day. We got on the boat. It was just me and him. And he started saying these really scary things mm-hmm. that were like you. Um, he was like, you know why they didn't ID me or why they gave me this boat at such a cheap price? He's like, because they know what I'm going to do. And I was like, like, I just kind of sat there and I was like, <laughs> like what? what? He's like, because you don't love me. You don't care about me. He's oh like, so we're going to go far out. He's like, no one's going to know where we are. No one's going to know to look for you because you're not on the visitors thing. What? He's like, so he's like, I could like kill you right now. He's like, and they'll wash off the boat. Oh my God. No. And he, and he was serious this whole time about it. Wow. And that was, yeah. And that was like one of the, like, that's when that was in 2020. That's when he first started actually kind of bringing up, like slowly, like hurting me, like physical and, stuff, mm-hmm, physical stuff, yeah. like actually slowly started doing it. I remember wow. I was so scared, yeah. but also I was just so like, I don't know what to do that. I just remember I was like kind of pleading to him as he was sitting down, like I was pleading to him almost like on my knees, damn near really. And I was like, I'm so sorry if I've ever made you feel in love. I'm so sorry. I've ever made you feel in love. I'm so sorry if I ever did this, like all this stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, why am like in my head retrospect now, of course, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why was I apologizing? There was no need. Well, you, you've never been in that situation before. Yes. You've, especially if you've never um, experienced you know, any type of abuse, like mental, emotional, physical, like any type of, 
you know, there's, there's part, there's parts of our lives where we look back and we're like, Oh my God, that was total mm-hmm. um, uh, gaslighting. That was total manipulation. But when you're in it. Oh, you, you don't, don't know. know. It's, you don't like, know it's literally later. like you're in a snowball and like someone shakes a snowball and you're like, Oh my God, it's snowing. But like someone else is on the outside. is like, you dummy. It's because I shook the snow globe. Oh my God. I've never heard of that analogy. No, That's I just thought one. of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> like essentially Girl, like was visual good. effects per se. Yeah. Like everyone's always watching you in yeah. that sense. And so you can see it from the outside, not from the inside. And so that was like the first time it was ever brought up. Then later on, for some reason, he always thought I was cheating on him. And of course, if you somewhat are familiar, normally they bring that up because they themselves are doing it. Oh, yeah. And so they would be like, no, that's why I cheated on you. How like, how does it feel? Because after I slept with her, then I slept with you, like all this stuff. And I was like what the heck like and it was just this back and forth like I remember it was like 7 a.m and he was like calling me telling me all this stuff and I was like what the heck yeah then a month later um again one of the things where he thought he was where he made me think that he was helping me um we were helping some friends move in to their new um house that they were gonna rent and essentially they um they one of the people had their dad yeah. And the dad was a very masculine, toxic, masculine man. And I say that because then he looked at me, he's like, oh, like, what'd you major in? I was like, oh, political science. And he's like, oh, he's like, well, what do you really do with that? And I was like, oh, like, I'm just going to like look into possibly being a lawyer or maybe go into, you know, politics, like public laws, like something. I was yeah. like, I don't really know yet. Whatever it was, it was like, well, you can put that degree to use and you can actually come clean this, this, um, this fridge. And I was like, the heck? I was like, no, right? Like initially I was like, what the heck? And then I remember like going up and I was trying to find my friend and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I was like, why is he talking to me like this? And then um, he was like, I'm busy. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, whatever. So I come down and I don't know what in me. I was just like, whatever. I was like, I'm just going to clean this shit. Like, cause I'm going to help out my friend. Right. So I'm cleaning it. And then he's like, oh yeah, no, you're helping whatever it was. Then we get in the car. He's pissed because he saw this whole thing. So he's pissed at me. Uh-huh. And he's like, and in front of my sister, mind you, my sister was in the car with us. Yeah. He's like, you're such a fucking whore. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Uh-huh. He's like, he made a bet with me prior saying that he could, that he saw you and he thought you were a whore and he knew how to get you to do what he wanted and all this stuff. Oh my and God. so he, we made this bet prior because I thought you would be able to stand your ground because I thought you this. Then he just drops me off at my house. And then he drives off, speeds off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like my relationship. Yeah. So I like, I look at my sister. I'm like, take this shit, go inside. I go in my car. I'm basically in this high speed chase. Honestly, this is a memory I'm unlocking because that's how far down I pushed this trauma. Yeah. I remember like, I like sped after him. We made it to like this one gas station. I saw him and I was like trying to like close in on him. (laughs) So I could like go up to him and be like, Hey, like, can we talk about this? Yeah. And then he somehow pulls it in reverse and he drives off and my dad calls me and he's like, Maya, it's not worth it. Like, yeah. he's like, your sister just came in. Yeah. Tell me this, like, it's not worth it. And, yeah. and I just started crying to him. Yeah. So me and my dad go off somewhere and I tell him, I was like, it's cause he's telling me all this stuff. And then he's telling me that apparently the neighbors are telling him that I'm leaving at X, Y, Z hours of the night to go oh meet up with God. people and all stuff. I was like, and my dad looks at me and he's like, why would my friends make lies? Yeah. and tell him right and no. I was like you're right but like in my head like I couldn't and then later yeah. on he messaged me he's like no can we talk like all this stuff I gave him yeah. but there were so many times like that where like yeah I was put in different lights um yeah. and then literally a month later he was like oh I found us an apartment 
Wow. So I look at my parents and I'm like, Oof. hey, I'm moving out. My parents, my dad, my parents are literally like, are you stupid? And I was like, no, I'm in love. Like, basically, that's really what I was relating to them was like, right. let me make my mistakes. If it's a mistake, it's a mistake, but I'm going to go. Like, wow. I want to live my own apartment. Like, it's going to be nice. It's a little like right. student living thing. I was like, he's going to do his school right. stuff. I was like, I'm going to focus on working from home. I'm going right. to be reading all these books. They have this nice pool. I'm going to be like lounging, reading books. Wow. No, that wow. whole time I was actually there. Um, Cause his family member was co-signing it. Uh-huh. I was not on the lease. Oh no. So I couldn't technically live there. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time I was there, I was hidden. Basically it was right. wear your hoodie wear your mask, wear your sunglasses. Like if you're leaving, then after yeah. that, you're like, you're fine. If you see the people that work in the leasing office, kind of like go the other way or get off on a different floor, yeah. take the stairs. Like it was basically right. hiding me. But right. I was like, I don't really care because I'm out here. <laughs> like, right. Right. In my head, I was like, I don't care because I'm out here. Right. But it was honestly like a lot of that where like my parents were like, Maya. Like, and then one time my mom kind of did like um, catch me to an extent where she was like, why doesn't he have the keys? Why do you only have all the apartment keys? Like, why this? Why that? And I'm like, mm. um, like, I was like, I have this. And then that same day when my mom did that, I made copies of the keys because I was like, oh. I don't want like to ever have that again. Right. Um, and so it was yeah. just stuff like that. But um, yeah. honestly, it was that. And then slowly it would start to escalate Yeah. to like, I would go, he would be upset with me. He would send me home. He'd be like, pack your shit. He's like, and go, go to your parents for the weekend. I can't deal with you. Like go to your fucking parents for the weekend. And would sometimes like, just start like, like I would be sitting down and would like lift me up and be like, get your shit and go. And I was be like, what, like what happened? Try and talk it out. And he just was consistently always like in that, like, uh, like touch and go kind of thing. That's really what it was. Touch and go. Cause one weekend it would be one weekend. Would it, um, when I was getting my dog, if you've seen him, he's a very gorgeous dog. Yeah, so um, cute. But essentially with my dog, he had told me, um, he had told me once, and uh, I'll tell you also what happened when I first got my dog, but yeah. he had told me once um, when he was sending me home and he was telling me to get the fuck out. Um, he, I was like, all right. I was like, well, let me get my dog. Let me get all of our stuff. Yeah. And he's like, no, he's like, leave your dog here. He's like, cause I don't, and he explicitly said, cause I don't want you to be happy. I know if you take your dog, you're going to be happy over there. <gasps> So leave your dog here. He's staying here with me. I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to train him the way he should be trained. And you're going to go home with your parents. Go, yeah, no problem. That is insane. But, um, so how many times did it happen when he kicked, like, it would kick you out? When he would kick me out, honestly, yeah. more than I could count on my hands, truthfully. Wow. Because um, at one point he was like, well, you know, you can't be here. So why don't you just come here on weekends? spend the weekends with me and then go. Cause technically that's what the lease agreement would allow. Right. Would be right. visitors like for a certain amount of time, like a weekend time. Right. And I just told him, I was like, I can't. I was like, I don't want to. I was like, I'm paying for half of this. Right. Oh, so, oh, oh so yeah. Like, Cause I was paying. paying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was paying. Cause, oh. I, Cause I said, let's get a studio. I want my own privacy. Right. I don't want us to have roommates. I don't want this. Like, yeah, I want my own. So I told him like that. And so I was paying half. Yeah. I was paying the doggy rent. I paid the doggy deposit and I paid for the parking spot that was supposed to be for my car. Cause wow. I did not want to park on the street. I didn't right. want to get my, I did not want my car to get broken into. Right. Which ended right. up being his parking spot. My car eventually later on months down the line, oh got broken my. into, oh but regardless, God. I was paying for all this stuff. I was like, 
no, I'm going to stay here. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, they're not going to say anything. Yeah. I was like, and then when I got my dog, he's like, how the fuck are you going to hide a big German shepherd white dog? Yeah. And this this little girl that walks it, how are you going to, Maya, Maya, how are you going to hide it? And I was just like, no one's going to know. Like, I really believed myself in that. Um, I mean, to an extent, that wasn't, that wasn't why we got kicked out eventually. We ended up being kicked out of it. But um, that, like, it would happen, honestly, so often to the point where, like, my parents, my family kind of knew, but they wouldn't ask. Yeah. they just be like, oh, like, they knew, but they'd be like, oh, like, Maya's coming for the weekend. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Always trying to ask me things like, oh, like, are things going well? Like, or, hey, I saw him kind of talk to you a certain way. Or, like, he kind of tries to make it seem like you're done when he talks with us. Like, you know, like, that's not really nice and stuff like that. And I just, like brick wall hmm. I would just brick wall it and I'm like I'm gonna show them up yeah it's all good so you wouldn't open up to your family I didn't I honestly I did not open up to pretty much anyone aside of my therapist and even then with my therapist I blamed myself for codependency mm-hmm. that's that's how I presented it to my therapist gotcha. was I was like no I just right. have a really tough time leaving his side I just you know, right. become very codependent and right. that's what causes all these problems like yeah. victim blaming myself really mm-hmm. when I you like it just it didn't make sense going yeah. back on it probably not the right use of the term victim blaming but um in the sense I just would blame everything as to why we wouldn't get along on myself yeah um I remember he would always try and just explain to me that I was somehow wired different that the way I would do things yeah. wasn't the way that needed to be done that all this stuff I remember literally on one time when we were just having so many problems on his valentine's day card I wrote I'm sorry I'm not wired properly to love you but you know I'm working on it so it came to the point where I really thought I was the problem right and it was just crazy when it came to that it was a lot um when it came to just like that um one of the lies he told me when I got my dog was that my dog could not because I think he did this truthfully I think he did this because that way my parents would get sick of my dog and then I would then get rid of my dog was more so the what I think he was trying to do I may be wrong um but he had told me when I first got my dog that it was not safe to give my dog his shots until he was exactly eight weeks and that I could not bring him into the apartment until he was fully vaccinated wow and if you know dog vaccines there's those are like every three to four weeks yeah which means And it's like four shots. So it's like three months down the line that I'm going to be able to bring him. And I was like, what? Like, no. And he tried to, he's like, no, no, no. My family member that works for this, does this, told me this. And so, yeah, I was like, "Uh, no, yeah, no. So a lot of things like that were like when I got, when I was going to go to get my dog and I was just going to stay at home. Yeah. Then he's like, no, 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 no. You're getting the dog. You're bringing the dog back. I'm going with you now. Cause I don't trust you. Wow. Cause you're going to take the dog tomorrow to go get his vaccines. Wow. He's like, I don't trust you. Yeah. It sounds like, so he's like lots of control issues, mm-hmm. like wanted to control everything and just, uh-huh. which was kind of weird to an extent because it's not controlling where most people, when they bring it up, say yeah. it. Cause I could wear what I wanted. Yeah. Right. Like right. I could wear what I wanted. I essentially for the most part could see who I wanted. Right. When it came to my friends. Right. Um, he would tell me this lie and I tell my friend now and she laughs about it, but 
he would tell me that my friends were so madly in love with him and that they saw how much I was fucking it up with him that they would judge me behind my back and basically like we're striving for him and waiting for me to fuck up that there were all these beautiful women with bbls and all this stuff that were just waiting for me to fuck up so they could swoop him up and i remember one time once we were no longer like living together and everything i'd still come back over here because i was still trying to fix things um i he was telling me he's like your best friend is doing this he's like like don't you see it and i looked at him i was like well then she can fucking have you the moment I said that, he slapped me across my face. Was that the first time he was no. physical with you? The first time he was, so when you, I don't know if you watched on Netflix, uh, Maid or The Maid, um, but it was, okay. it's, it's on there. Oh, I've seen, I haven't seen it. Yeah, like, watch yeah, yeah. it. I see it. That so it's there's, there. there's a line in there Okay. that once I heard it, I kind of cried a little bit because the line was before they hit you, they hit near you. Huh. So yeah. when I, in January of 2020, when I had gone to that baile and I had danced with that one guy and I, I told my boyfriend at the time, cause I was like, okay, I'll just let you know. Like I did do this, but like, okay. haven't contacted them since. Like, yeah. obviously I didn't, it was nothing more than just like two minutes of a dance. And then I had my friend pull me off. Right. Um, he was so upset. He threw a water bottle at the fireplace, not near me. And then he threw a pillow near me. And then maybe a little bit later, because he was so upset, he did it. He was like, I don't want to actually hurt you, but like, I need to get this anger out was kind of like the vibe. Yeah. So then he hit me with the pillow and I was terrified right after we went through the crowd, like nothing. Took a picture mm. of me. Oh my gosh, I love her. Wow. Yeah. That was the first time. Okay. So that was about How? a year and a year and eight months. Cause okay. August was the last time I saw this person. Okay. So that was a year and eight months before one of the worst beatings, okay. I would say. Cause then after that, it would be like that same summer. Um, he would do a lot of reactive abuse, which if you don't know, and if they try and somehow convince you that you're the problem, what they'll do is he would consistently say, I know you're cheating on me. I know you're doing this. I know you're doing this. I know it. I know. I know it. I would get so frustrated of explaining myself. I started screaming. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, the fuck you don't. You don't know what the fuck it is I'm doing. You don't know anything. You don't know anything i don't know why you're talking to me like this i was like i don't know why you think this i love you blah blah blah. and it came to the point where he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing it right i started throwing things at him while he was driving Hmm. and so obviously if like a cop were to see that right i'm the abuser yeah when i when i wasn't he was pushing me to the point where once he got that reaction out of me then he was like yeah so explain yourself yeah and it was around that time that summer that that's when he had punched me in the arm he's like and I don't remember, honestly, I might have, no, I wasn't because I remember he punched me in the arm. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe he just did that. I was like, you're lucky I don't go in because we had it was his family party that we were going to go to that night that oh he punched God. me in the arm. And I said, I was like, you're lucky I don't tell them what you did. Yeah. I was like, you're lucky I don't tell them right now that you hit me. Yeah. And so that night he kind of like played it nice a little right. bit. Right. Um, That was like the very first time. After that, I remember he... I don't remember what it was exactly. It was a small argument, somewhat small. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was that he had pushed me or he had pulled me. Um, no, I think what it was was we were sitting. I was sitting in a rolling chair that was by his desk. He was okay. talking to me from the kitchen. He got mad at me for something and he came towards me and he put his hand around my throat and he brought me backwards into the desk and had me basically like 
bent over, Hit. not even backwards, because it was my back that went backwards. He bent me backwards, basically pinning my neck to the desk wow. and choking me. And then he let wow. go. And that when that happened, he, I then, I was like, I, I can't talk to this person. Like, in my head, I was like, I can't talk to this person. I can't. Yeah. Um, and I think before then, he would just kind of, like, pull me or push me. So it was never in that sense where, like, I felt my actual life was in someone's hands. Right, right. Um, so when that happened, um, I remember um, he was just, like, um, the next day I had made it. I had made a joke. Dark humor is my thing. Yeah. So I made a joke the next day or something like that. I was like, I don't know why you're acting like that. Like you would have just choked me yesterday. Like yeah. I said that in our apartment, not out in public. Yeah. But he looked at me. He's like, Maya, you don't say those things. He's like, don't say that. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? I'm like, why, are you, yeah. why are you telling me not to? But you wow. did it. And so that was just one of them. Um, I think the next time something somewhat similar happened was around valentine's day we had gone out it was uh 2021 valentine's day and we had gone out with my two friends and their boyfriends Uh um i we had come home i was super drunk like my friends were like why are you guys taking us home it's only 11 30 and they were like you guys are going home and i was like all right whatever so we get there apparently because my dog had gotten into something that I thought I had like gotten out of his way. So I was upset. I was like, how are you going to do that? Like, I thought I got everything cleared out, whatever. Apparently I had shoved the dog according to him. And then I like got out and I like shoved him, apparently pushed the shit out of him, apparently. And I just went to bed, like upset what the dog did. And I was just in bad mood and I just went to bed. And then the next day, he blames me that apparently I was this aggressive, super aggressive person. I don't remember that. Honestly, what I remember was being, I do remember being upset about the dog yeah. going to pee. And I remember just getting up and going straight to bed. Cause I think I just slept in the same outfit I was in. Right. Um, woke up the next day. I was like, you don't remember what you did. You don't remember this. Like, you don't, you take me for granted. He's like, because of the way you acted, I just went right after it and threw away your Valentine's day gift. I threw it away. It's in the dumpster. It's in the trash. I got you this, 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 and this. More than likely, he didn't at all. And he was just using this. Right. And me, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, here, like, do you want to see what I got you? Like, I'm so sorry I treated you this way. Like, look, I got you this shirt. It's so cool. I got you this for this. Well, I was always the kind of person that, like, I give, in a sense, like, baskets. And I'll give you, like, a bunch of little things. And write a little card, like, this is why I thought of you. So I made this whole thing for him. And he just looked at it and he's like, whatever. Somehow the argument got deeper in the sense of like, you never care about me. You don't love me. You don't this. From on his end. On his end. Yeah. And I remember my friend called me because I don't remember if I had texted them or she was just trying to check in on me. Something my friend calls me and I decline it. And he's like, no, he's like, answer it. Cause they're going to think something's wrong. Like what the fuck Maya answer yeah. it. So I answer it. Obviously I'm crying. Yeah. And I'm like, I just don't know you guys. Like, I just don't know. Like this and that. Like, are you safe? Like they could tell they were like, are you safe? I had never told them anything before wow. this point. Wow. And they, they and call you and they catch Yeah. You and they like kind of catch me in the yeah. state. And then, so for them, they've told me that it's been very, <laughs> thank you for them. But they've told me it's been very traumatic when they would hear me talk about it, this stuff or like going yeah. through it with me. Yeah. And I can only, I can only imagine. Um, but I remember some, at some point throughout the argument, he then had like smacked me across the face and then, pushed me up against the wall into like the same thing choke with his hand yeah 
and I hit my head on the electrical box thing that oh. we have. Like, it's not an actual box that pops out, but it's a metal plate that's on the wall. Yeah. Hit my head along there. And I'm just like, whoa. And then he, that's when he actually started like choking me to the point where I really thought like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to die. And that was, again, probably a good six to eight months before I actually ended things 100%. Wow. And... I remember I tried to fake that I was about to pass out. Just so, so he would let go. Just so he would stop. So he would let go. Yeah. And then he stormed off and he left. And oh yeah. And then I'm like calling him like crazy. Cause I don't know what it was, but I don't know if it was that he then calmed down or something, but he ended up, he just got up and left. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, are we not going to our, like me still thinking, are we not going to our oh. breakfast for reservations? Are we not going to this? Like, what the heck? Like I just showered, I just this, whatever it is. Um, and he, cause I had seen his location go, but then he came back and he's like, no, like just get dressed. Like, we're going to go here. We got like wings from Twin Peaks, which like, honestly, when wings from Twin Peaks are amazing, <laughs> but, um, point being is like that in a sense was like our thing that was kind of like his almost like, let's put a bandaid over this. Right. And that happened a lot. Um, once during that time was when I started taking my dog to training. Hmm. Um, and I don't post about it just because my trainers are like, no, don't like post it yet. You can get action shots now, these new trainers, right. but I don't really post too much about what he does, but he's in training for protection work. I tried to get him under obedience and protection work back then with the trainer oh, that was okay. here locally. Yeah. And so, um, he, at the time we were kind of training him just like if he heard something or if something was wrong, I would say, um, it's no longer his word. So I can say, it. I would say again which um is like who is it yeah something like that and that would trigger him to just start barking oh wow and so there was one okay. time where I don't remember I think I had tried running away from him right somehow he got me into the bathroom on the on the sink essentially and he was choking me against the mirror oh my god and this was before this was maybe a couple days before I tried to leave the very first time Okay. So he pushed me against the wall and I just remember telling my dog, I was like, get out again, get out again, get out again. And because he had made so much noise barking, he stopped. Choking. Oh, wow. Because oh he didn't want someone knocking. Right. With all the he noise. He didn't want yeah. someone knocking being like, what the fuck's going on in this yeah. apartment? That was one of the first times wow. I remember, I think during that time, he was just so, it was just so many multiple things that had led up. Cause I think it was at that time where he had like, now I remember it. So that argument was because I think we had just had sex and he told me for some reason I smelled like a condom. I smelled like latex. Assumed for some reason I smelled like latex. Okay. I, the only time I had ever really slept with anyone, like truthfully slept with someone was yeah. him. Okay. And so was that, even his, then, way? Oh, that we was his not, way of accusing you of cheating. That was his way of accusing yeah. me of cheating essentially. Yeah. So he claimed or whatever. He started saying, no, you have to leave or something you started then he like pushed me against the couch he then pulled me he like had slapped me and I got up and I was trying to talk to him and then he pushed me down again and then he started kind of like kicking me a little bit and then I started I go to the bathroom and I'm like crying and I'm like trying to calm myself down he's like you need to shut the fuck up he's like because people are going to hear you crying then he like somehow then that's when I end up getting put into that chokehold against the mirror and then that's when it kind of ended but during that time, because I was trying to message his mom, who at the moment, 
what, who at that moment was someone on my side to an extent. And so I was trying to message him, message her. He saw my phone, he grabbed it and he destroyed it. He literally broke my phone to the point where I could not use my phone. I had to go the next day to purchase my own new phone, which is this one that I have now. Um, But yeah, because I like, that's how bad it was at that time. And then that same weekend we had got, my friends came over like a couple days later, my friends came over that weekend. They slept over. Um, He got mad at me at that time when we had gone out one because apparently when I put on one of his necklaces I apparently didn't hook it all the way and it was apparently a two thousand dollar necklace that had he lost it at the bar that night that we had gone out like Maya it's your fault and all this stuff for something that didn't happen for something that didn't happen he got mad at me and then his friend that was there um was also like well I mean it was two thousand dollars like and I looked at him I was like what the fuck dude you're like shut up yeah Yeah. and my friends were all looking at me they're like Maya and I was like I was like I know and to an extent they kind of knew things were not good right because they like almost a month before they called me crying on Valentine's Day yeah so this is then March um I don't know if you remember the TikTok trend where it's like uh, I'm going to pass the phone to the person who always throws up when they go out. And then you pass. Oh, yeah, so you're kind of yeah. like snitching them out for stuff. Yeah. And so my friends were like, I'm going to pass the phone to the girl who does her boyfriend's Spanish homework. Oh. And so for me, like he would use me for that. He would use me to help him with his homework or get mad at me if he didn't get a good grade because apparently it was on me. Oh, wow. Those grades are not in my name. It's not right. my job to do your homework. I can help right. you, but like. Right. And so I they had got me on radio essentially doing that got called me out for it showed it to him was like oh my gosh it's so funny in my head I'm like yeah to an extent it was funny next day he's pissed he's like why would you do that like why would why why like why are you doing your homework when they were here my homework when they were here like why were you doing this like now they like now it's this like it looks so bad like all this stuff and then he and this was actually two days after because they came over a Friday we went to brunch on that Saturday. Yeah. We were so hung, hung over from that Friday. We slept the whole day. We were fine. Then we're waking up into Sunday. And then that's when he confronts me about it. Oh. And so he's like, you know what? We're over. We're done. And I was like, and honestly, I sat there and I was like, thank you, God. I really did. Because I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. I got up. I grabbed garbage bags. I started folding my clothes. I was putting oh. my stuff away. And he looks at me. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like. I'm going. Yeah. You told me you want me to go. It's like, you're not even going to try fighting for. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, and now, he's like, now there's been this cycle mm-hmm. that you guys and have kind of created in terms of like that, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, why are you not fighting for us? Like really mind you, when he's doing all this stuff, he at one point throws water bottles and Gatorade bottles at me. Oh They're not God. full, but they do have enough that when you throw them, they're going to hit with weight. Yeah. And so he's throwing them at me and I was like, you know what? I'm leaving. So I just continue to pack all my stuff. He doesn't say anything at that point. He takes his car, he leaves, whatever it is. Um, I think he even took me to go get my car. I want to say was something like that. He had, I already had most of my stuff packed and then he took me to go get my car at his, um, at his mom's. Cause that's where we would leave it. Um, cause I wouldn't really drive around. So if we went anywhere, we would just take his pickup at the time to an extent, almost looking back on it was leaving me without a way to leave. Wow. But in retrospect, I was like, oh, no, like, it's fine. Like, it's cool. Took me, we were getting food and then took me to get my car. But during that whole time, 
was somehow giving me this whole thing of like, it was some kind of threat. I can't even remember what it was, but he was giving me essentially some kind of threat where like, if you're leaving, like watch your back, something along the lines of that, like you're on your own. Like I try to help you, but you're not here to get the help. So you know what? Fuck you. Something along the lines of that. I remember just being so scared, but I packed all my stuff and I, and I left. And I remember I called my mom and I sat there crying because I contemplated it. And I just, I was like, well, all my stuff's in my car already. And I remember sitting there with my dog and I was just crying and crying and crying. I cried to my mom and I just told my mom, I was like, hey, mom, I was like, I'm coming home like for good right now. Um, But I was like, please don't tell dad. I was like, just tell him that I'm coming home. I was like, but just, you know, I don't want to answer any questions. I just want to go home. Yeah. So I went home. My mom was there. My dad was there. Like they hugged me through it. They were like, no, like, you know, you did what's good for you. Did what's best for you, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, okay, like I have this support. I have this. Uh, I never fully um, unpacked my car. So I left all my stuff in the car. And so uh, my mom would be like, oh, like, you know, do you want to like some of your stuff? And I was like, oh, no. Like I like was still kind of wishy-washy. I don't think I was followed. I think I had unfollowed him. He blocked me, something like that. But um, I then went on his Instagram story, saw that he was on Tinder. I just saw it like that all automatically. Wow. And I just remember I didn't respond. And then he sent me a message in the sense of like, oh, so you're going to watch my story, but like all this stuff or whatever it was. It was like, like, like just all this stuff. And then um, I remember I was like, I was just so upset. I contacted his his ex-girlfriend because he was telling me, he's like, I'm going to, he's like, I'm going to go on a date with my ex. Like, see, you fucked up and I'm this all blah, blah, blah. I messaged her and I was like, hey girl, I was like, I don't know. I was like, if you remember the type of guy he is, but just so you know, like earlier this week, he had his hands wrapped around my neck. Like, so he's still the same abusive person you knew him to be. Wow. Um, Because he would tell me, he's like, no, yeah, I treated her really badly, but she didn't deserve it. Oh yeah, he's and doing so it he to was, you. He, and then he's like faking it. He's like, you know, in a sense, I'm like, what? So I deserve it? Like, so she was a yeah. better girl than me? Like, what? It yeah. just was a whole thing of confusion. I remember I reached out to her. She's like, no, like he's always been a compulsive liar. He's always been this. He's always wow. been that, and all stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, all right. So then I had this thing of like, okay, like I made the right move. Like I'm yeah. cool. Yeah. He calls me, and is like look like if you're gonna leave that's fine like I just need my your half the rent I need this I need that and I was like no I said no I was like no I'm not doing it I don't want it I don't need any piece of it I don't want any of this yeah no and then he was just like no like this but like I was like no and then he threatened my house that my house would get shot up what yeah it was something along the lines like if you're not gonna help me with my Spanish yeah if you're not gonna help me with my Spanish homework if you're not gonna help me with the rent you're not going to help me in any way. Like, fuck you. Your house is getting shot up in the moment. All right. Thank you for the recording. Now I said that. Oh, I was like, this is going to go to the police. I was like, so if you want to try something, this is going straight to the police. Oh my God. Leave me alone. I'm not going to help you. Yeah. Then he starts blowing up my phone. Cause I won't answer. So just blowing it up, oh blowing it up, God. blowing it up. And then at that night was when I made the decision and I FaceTime group FaceTime my friends and their boyfriends. Yeah. And I told them about all the abuse I had been through. Wow. At that t- at that point, which at that point yeah. was was a lot, but not as much as I further would endure. Right. And so they were like, "No, Maya, like you need a restraining order. You need this. Like you need this. You need this." Yeah. 
And so I'm like, you guys, he keeps calling me. He keeps calling me. And they're like, just block it. I block it. Then I start getting unknown calls. Unknown oh, yeah. calls unknown it calls. won't stop. It won't. Yeah. And then an hour after I like fully blocked his number, I get a knock on my window. Oh, no. And it was him. Oh, shit. And I, in the moment, I didn't know what the fuck to do. So I like, in a panic, I go to my mom's and I'm like, because my mom was the only one at the time that had access to cameras. Okay. And so I told her, I was like, mom, I was like, I need you to tell him that like, I'm not available. Like, I'm not this. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do. And at the time, I didn't realize how much of an, a panic or traumatized or scared I was Yeah. until my mom told me afterwards. Because oh. I was just like, no, like, I can't talk to him, like, all this stuff. Yeah. And then I, like, I'm seeing him and he's like, no, like, I need to talk to Maya. Like, this is important. Like, I need to talk to Maya. I need to talk to Maya. I get so scared. I wake up my dad. My dad, oh. uh, my dad goes to sleep at seven or eight because he has to be up by, like, two or three. Yeah. So I woke up my dad at, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, at night. And I'm like, dad, like so-and-so is here. Um, like I need him to, yeah. I need him to like not be here. Like, I need you to send him away. I need you to send him away. Yeah. And he's like, <sighs> he's like, okay. Like, so he just gets up and he tells him, he's like, you gotta go. Yeah. He's like, you gotta go. And then he calls the cops on us. What? In my own home. Why? Because he says that my dog was his. Oh my God. He claims that I stole his dog. So do the cops show up? So the cops show up. Oh, God. And then, but also because I called the cops. Okay. So now you're like, great, so, cool. Yeah. Cops are here. And Let's so, get this settled. Yeah. And because I called the cops and I was like, this is his license plate. This is his name. This is this. This is that. Like, he's here and he will not leave. I just tried leaving X many days ago. And this right. person is here claiming that my dog is theirs, claiming this. Yeah. Like, no. The cops basically told him, like, dude, if you really want the dog that bad, like, go file a case in court. Like, yeah, we can't help you. Yeah, and he's not. Actually, now that I think about it, the very first time that he tried to choke me was actually a month after we had moved in when he told me if I did not come to get my stuff that um, he was going to throw it all out the window. We were on the third floor. Wow. And when I was moving my stuff, he started, like, anytime someone would pass by and be like, oh, do you need help? Like, they saw me crying. They saw me in the chest. Like, oh, do you need help? He'd be like, no, she's a whore. She doesn't need any help. She likes to cheat. And then I remember like he tried pushing me for some reason. And I was like, why are you pushing me? And then he kept pushing me. And I was like, and I would say it louder to bring attention. Yeah. I was like, why are you pushing me? Yeah. Why are you pushing me? And he pushed me to the point where he then had his like elbow, like his forearm against yeah. my throat and his other hand over my mouth telling me shut up or I, like, or I will kill you or something like that. Wow. And that was actually, now I think about it, was about a month. I forgot that happened. You, like, that's really how wow. bad trauma messes with your memory. Oh, yeah. Now that I was thinking about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but when he had shown up and done all that stuff, they're like, you know, if you really need to, like, whatever. Then yeah. he leaves. Then the next day, my friend's like, you need to file a restraining order. At the time, I was just like, I don't know if I really want this to be final. Because I loved this person for so long. I really did not know if I wanted this to be final. Right. For some reason, my brain made sense that by calling this person's mother, that this person's mother would somehow give me the right idea on what to do. Okay. This person's mother said, okay. to an extent did, but was like, if you're really going to do this, be ready for it to be final. Because this person is not going to forgive you if Ugh. you do it like and you're not going to have any access like, so it's so crazy because he's the one he's the abusive one he's exactly the one to it, but then it's like but then it's turned like, around on you but, like oh but he won't come back and it's like, like he won't come back for you you're like that's the point i don't want him to come back yeah like, but then it came to the point where like with you. my friend helped me fill it out to the biggest amount that 
I yeah. could. And even when she was hearing about it, I didn't give them the full details. But once I was telling her, she's like, Maya, like, yeah. why had you not come up to us? Why had you not told us this stuff? And yeah. I was just like, I didn't know how. I really wanted to fix things. I was like, I really thought for some reason fixing them would work. It did not. <laughs> but um, when all that happened, then I called this person and I told him, I said, hey, I was like, everyone's really pushing at me to get a restraining order against you. Mm. And they were like, you know what? Like, I'm, this was the card they pulled. Something along the lines of, I'm going to, therapy I'm going to start going to therapy we can go to couples therapy something like that along the lines um if you can meet me at this date at this time we can do it via zoom here at the apartment and all this stuff and I was like okay I was like sounds good um and I like fell into it my friend I told my friend I was like I don't know if I want to do it yet blah blah she was like I can't help you she's she sent me a message later that same night and she said you know what if you go back to this person I can't be friends with you anymore Mm. and I sat there and I was like I really I like I did think about it but I was just like okay and I took it and I was like all right so we're not gonna be friends for the next two nights I kind of had already made up my mind I was gonna go back um my sister I thought my sister was gonna hit me by the way she was talking to me and I don't blame her she looked at me she's like you don't get it this person will kill you Mm. and I sat there and I was like what do you, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I like, I literally tried to stonewall it so hard and they just really were just like, no, like you're gonna, this is what's gonna happen. Like, this is like, you're gonna die. My mom even tried pleading with me so many, so many, so many times and seeing my mom cry now, like it hurts me. It hurt me then, but I was just like, I'm sorry, but this is what I'm doing. Like, it hurts me to see you like this, but this is what I'm doing. My dad was the only one that was just like, you know what? You think I don't know what's been going on, but I do. And because I do know what's going, what's been going on, honestly, it is what it is. Yeah. You'll make your decisions um, and you'll know when enough is enough. Yeah. And that was my dad's point of view on it. And I, and to an extent I was like, wow, like I really did not expect that from him. Um, because when I woke him up that one night, he's like, if this is it, you need to get the restraining order because this person will keep coming back until they take everything from you. And reflecting on it, they did. Because when I went back, yeah, that was what, March, we ended up getting kicked out in May. He had already had some violations of um, like getting angry at the staff at the apartment complex, like for extra charges for things or security that would like kind of have it out for him right. um, on some things. So I was like, okay, I was like, that's somewhat understandable. Right. But when it came to um, the final straw, to my understanding, all it was, was that my dog walked out of the apartment, sniffed someone, and then my ex was able to call him back and everything was fine. The person, I guess, then went to tell their partner. Their partner came knocking on our door saying like, what the fuck is up? And they were the one that threatened us. Oh, They were the one that threatened us, but because they reported it first. Yeah. And my ex was like, no, act like we don't know anything about it. Like, just like no right. stonewall that then they're like well because of this is be- this basically being your third strike like you guys it's a three-day or quit yeah. so I had called so many attorneys um and I was like what can we do what can we do what can we do thankfully this one person was like you know what if technically your lease is up in July just 
basically say, Hey, you know what? Just give us till July. Um, and we will, we already paid for June. Give us till July. Like we'll be out like, and like no problem. Um, essentially that was what we were supposed to do. I don't know what it was, but he was like, no, 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 we'll be fine. Like they're like, I don't know. He was in this thing of like, we'll be fine. And then he'd be like, they're going to evict us. And then he'd be like, you figure out your own situation. Cause I know how, where I'm going. And like, if worse comes worse, you're going to go back to with your mom. Like, I know where I'm going. Like, don't think about a plan for us. Think about a plan for yourself because I'm going to figure myself out. Was kind of in a sense, like almost already breaking up with me when he got that letter on the door. Right. And I, um, I remember the, we had gone, we'd gone out the day before we were fine. We had come home, um, the next morning, everything was fine. Um, this whole time I had been working remotely. So like I was cool and I was, uh, remember working remotely. He had left saying he was going to go to the bank to run errands, something. Yeah. Said he was going to go run errands and I was like, okay. So when that's what I thought he was doing, I, part of me, like I told you, I had at this point, I was very much untrusting of this person. Yeah. Um, after many, like many comments, they would say many like degrading things that would happen that I was just like, I don't trust this person. I checked, um, I would go, <laughs> I would go on his iPad, check his location. I would see that he was at like a hotel setting. I checked his text messages and on the Apple watch. And I saw that cause that's where I would be able to kind of, um, see it and it yeah. wouldn't like always say red or something or like I'd click on it if it was already open like I would yeah. be like okay this is a text he just got let me right. wait for him to open it then I'll click on it yeah and then I'll like see it in one of the messages that I had seen it was from who I assumed to be just another female said oh you want to do what we did last time did you want to do that again or like oh you're looking for this again and it was like yeah that was a response back and forth okay the moment I saw that I was like this is, this is confirmation. Mind you, prior to that, I had already seen certain messages where I knew there could have been infidelity, but then he would kind of always be like, Oh no. Um, I'm just, um, I'm just selling them this, or I'm just giving them this. Like it's, it's just business. It's nothing. It's whatever it is. Yeah. And so when this happened, I remember I called him and I said, I was like, what the fuck? Like, if you truly are no longer in love with me, tell me that's my face. I was like, I'd rather you do that. Like, and I remember I was texting him too. I was like, if you don't love me, like you can just say it. Yeah. And then, um, he was like texting me back, like angrily. He's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You better shut the fuck up right now. Like stop texting me, blah, 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 blah. And then I had like seen his car pull up park in the spot. And then all of a sudden I hear the keys and little did I know, like, how fucked I was going to be. Because the, I was on a call. I was in an appointment. Oh, wow. The, and, like, I was helping this person with their application. I hung up the moment I heard the keys in the lock. I hung up. And it's almost, like, maybe a little bit further down, but, like, I was, like, essentially sitting along the wall. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Like, do you know what you fucked up for me? Like I was on this, I was going to do this. I was getting money for this. This person was going to pay me this much for this. And then you show this and they see this and now they can't trust me. You made me miss out on X amount of thousands of dollars or this amount of thousand dollars. 
and like all the wow. stuff just like my like what the fuck and then just smacked me like wow. straight slap wow. and across your face across my face yeah. to what I remember yeah. for the most part it was like across my face and then just started punching and beating down on me like wow. literally and I remember my like glasses had gone flying um, he was just punching me and kicking me he's like because now I have to do this because now it has to look real because this person is expecting me because they think you're a snitch they think you're a this because you know about what I may or may not have been doing. And so now I got to make it believable. Wow. And after he had basically like beat the shit out of me, really, because he punched me, he kicked me, he like did so many things. He like slapped me, pulled me, pushed me, like anything you can almost practically think of aside of using a weapon. Um, and then I literally remember I was just sitting there and I couldn't move my body. Like it hurt. It hurt to stand up. It hurt to move. It hurt to anything. And then that's when, like, I noticed my nose was bleeding, everything. So, like, I got up. I went to the – he was like, no, you need to get up. You need to do this. Like, you need to blah, blah, blah. Then he was like, we need to – like, he's like, I need to go to the leasing office. Like, somehow it just all switched. And then it was like, I wouldn't have to do this if you would mind your own business. Like, if you were on your P's and Q's, then this wouldn't happen. Like, you just need to mind your own business. Stop going through my stuff. You need to stop doing this. You need to stop doing that. Blaming it back on me. And I was like, fine, then like, I'm just going to stop asking you questions about it. Like, just consider it as in the sense of this. And he's like, because you can't go home because you look at you, you're all bruised up. Like, literally, I had bruises on my arm, on my legs, on my face, clearly. Wow. All the stuff, but at the time, you couldn't tell. So yeah. I just got dressed. I cleaned myself up. We went to the leasing office. That's when he found out that we were going to get kicked out basically the same day we had to turn in the keys the next day. Wow. So then from there, he goes to Target, buys alcohol, starts to drink. Because that's what you do when you're moving. When you have to be out in less than 24 hours, you start drinking, apparently. So does that, gets angry. And then I'm like, you know what? I tell his friends, I was like, hey, you know what? Take him. Like, take him away. Do something. Like, I can't deal with this. Like, I can't. And then um, comes back super drunk and then is, like, crying. And I'm like, do you, like, who do you want to call? I was like, do you want to call your family member? Like, do you want to call this person? Like, who do you want to call? Tells me who wants to call calls them is like crying they come they help us but during that time he was still kind of like fighting me he would like kick me he's like I don't know what you're doing I don't know who you think you are all this stuff and it was just so bad so I got as much as I could out had his friend take him again yeah um and then once his friend took him then like finished packing everything up my mom came I told my mom I was like I can't hide this like my stuff so did as much as I could, got all my stuff to go home that day. Um, he ended up falling asleep at the friends. So I was like, all right, whatever. We, I like fell asleep. He came later. And then that's when he decided to ask me the next day. Oh, so what are we doing? What's our plan? What's this? What's that? And I'm like, wow. what? And like so switch. then oh once goodness. we put everything away, we were done. Um, put everything into the storage unit. We were done. Then um, we end up. I'm like asking, I'm like, so what are our next steps? Like, what are we doing? Because this storage unit is under my name. I told you I would help you out with this. Like, what's our next steps? What are we doing? And then all of a sudden it turns to, I don't think I want to be with you anymore. I think it's better off if we're separate. We're not good for each other. We're not this, we're not that. And I'm like, what the heck? Basically broke up with me. Go home, I'm crying. So then throughout that time where it's like basically two months that I have in between, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm going to cut my distance. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do that. Then he's like, no, like, let's talk. Or I have something to tell you about whatever it was. 
slowly started to be like, oh, this, oh, that. And that's when the financial abuse started coming in uh, a lot more. Yeah. Because before he would always try and tell me like your actions have consequences. One time, one time he tried, he's like, you don't see the actual consequences your actions have. So now on any time you mess up, I'm going to burn myself. What? Yeah. So that would be showing me that my actions had consequences. So he put like a butter knife or something on the stove and then oh put it on God. his arm, realized it was hot and like dropped it. Right. <laughs> and then he was like, Fuck. and I was like, okay, whatever. But essentially throughout that time wow. would like have conversations, whatever it was. And it would be, it would very much be wishy-washy. Yeah. It came to a point where there was this family event and I went only for the family member. Truthfully, that's what it was. The family member invited me and I was like, you know what? I was like, okay, I'll go. Yeah. Um, I went, when I went, um, this person was super rude to me. He literally was like, I only said yes. Cause I, I wanted this person to be happy. I don't even want you here. So you're going to take me here. You're going to pull out X amount of money. And that's how we're going to pay for dinner. Cause we're going to pay for dinner. Essentially my, you're paying for dinner yeah. to make it up because of whatever, blah, blah, blah. Wow. This whole thing, super rude to me. I was crying by the time we went to dinner. Like the person who I was there for was like, just sit next to me. Like, it's fine. Like, you know, like whatever it is. Still not like addressing the issue truthfully. And I was like, all right, whatever. Then by the end of it, somehow sweet talked to me. Somehow we end up in Old Town Sack. And then, you know, we're like all sweet and all cool. And then I drop them off and then I go home. Yeah. And so from all of that, then as I got closer to getting my own apartment, right. um, and then I found a job out here and all this stuff, he would come see me on my lunches, but he would not let me forget that I got him kicked out of his apartment, oh, that I did this, that I did that, that I owe him all this stuff, that I need to give him the money so that he could put a down deposit on his apartment, that I need to give him the money so that he can fix his car, that I need to give him the money for all this stuff. So all of a sudden all of these things and me because I'm scared I don't want him to come to my house like I don't want my parents to know I'm still with him and I really just don't want any problems I'm just like here like leave me the fuck alone here 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 and I was just and I was that money was all my money so like I could buy furniture for my apartment so I could do this so I could do that um and as the time got closer then when I had my apartment it was like this apartment is for you and I like at first it was like oh, like you'll be here until you have your own apartment because um, it was a two bedroom, two bath. So I was like, you can have essentially one, but I'm going to essentially change it. I'm going to put it into like a business when I want to figure out what business I want to do and I want to start a business. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Person then slowly moves in all of their things. Oh my God. Um, I was only at that apartment for two weeks. Mm. But once all of the stuff was in, I was like, oh my God, like this person is literally taking over my life. Right. So all this stuff's happening. I'm like realizing it. I'm like, fuck. So maybe I fully moved in on like a Saturday that following Wednesday. Um, we had a friend come over to see my apartment. I was like, oh my gosh, like, look, like, it's so cool. And at that time, that person who came over to see my apartment, they were also dealing with something similar that I was dealing with. Yeah. But I don't know exactly to what extent I know there was maybe like some choking or some pulling or like calling each other, like, Oh, you're such a stupid bitch or such this. And there was a lot of that also in my relationship. It's just for me, I guess I was so used to dealing with that part that the physical was more so what like me. 
but they came over. I forgot what it was. It was, but it somehow essentially started on that same thing of me then being like, I don't care. Once I'm done with you, I'm not dating anyone. Like he's like, no, people are going to be abusing you and your sweetness and all this stuff. Like, wouldn't you rather like, basically like it's better. It comes from me brought that one up again. And then I literally had said something along the lines of like, I would rather deal with it from anyone else than you because you're supposed to be someone that's supposed to care about me. Said something like that. He got up from his chair, got mad at me and told me to go to my own room in my own apartment. And I looked at him and I was like, you know what? I was like the same. <laughs> it's like the TikTok. The smartest thing for me was to get up, say yes, and leave the room. <laughs> but then I thought, what if this was a movie? And so oh, no. the smartest thing would have been probably for me to just get up and go. Hmm. Um, but I didn't. I kind of fought back. And then he looked at me and it was, I, this guy, you could see little, almost like demons in his eyes. It was evil, truthfully. Cause he then like crouched down and he looked at me and he's like, why are you going to mess with someone who can get away with anything? Yeah. And I looked at him and I was like, okay. I was like, whatever. So I get out of the little hoop of the kitchen, go around the counter. As I'm walking into my room, he shoves me in my room, like literally like pushes me to the ground where I'm like on the ground. And then he's like, why don't you just listen? Why don't you ever learn? Why don't you get it? And then the balls in me said, whatever. I'm just counting the days until you move out. That was pretty ballsy considering I had already had pretty bad beating to the point where, like I told you, I had bruises all over my body. Funny thing was I lied to my friends and I told them that those bruises came from sparring at boxing, which you and I both know they don't happen. You don't hit anyone unless you're paying for one-on-one boxing, but they've never been in my gym. So I just said, that's what it was from. So it was pretty ballsy. I said that. And then the moment I said that, I got smacked across the face. I got punched um, pretty hard. I think maybe in my head as well as in my ribs. But I remember he had hit me so hard on one of my ribs that I really could not breathe. Wow. And I over-exaggerated it for my safety. And I was like, I really can't breathe. I was like, please, please, please. Like, oh my gosh, like, please, yeah. like, get off me. Like, oh my God, like, I can't breathe. Caught my breath. Then somehow it turns into him you never listen. You do this. Why'd you bring this out to me? You're the only person that brings this out to me, blah, blah, blah. Whole pity party basically. And at that point I'm like, just get me some fucking ice. Let me go to sleep. And then that's when he's like, I can't let you go to sleep because you might have a concussion from how hard I hit you. Were you not thinking about that the whole time? Like it was just so many things that it was so bad. As time went on, um, something happened to his car. He needed to get his car fixed. And so he was using my car and I was like, that's fine. I was like, cause I, at the time I lived a 15 minute walk from where I worked. It was on the same yeah. street. It was just walking up and down. Yeah. And so I, um, I was like, okay. I was like, well, worst comes to worst. Like I can, I was like, but as long as you come for me during my lunch and you pick, you know, drop me off and pick me up. I was like, it's fine. I was like, right. you can use it during those eight hours. Um, mind it. Week later, um, I, he dropped me off at work. I was at work. Everything was fine. He picked yeah. me up. We got back to my apartment. Um, he was, um, he was like trying to be all touchy feeling all that stuff. And I was like, no dude, like, I'm really like, I really don't want to right now. Like I just want to take my dog. I want to take my dog, take him on a walk yeah. eat. And I just want to go back to work. Like I will see you afterwards. Like we can do something afterwards. Like I really don't care. Mind you at this time, we're not, we're still not really together. Right. We had officially technically broken up way back in May when right. we got kicked out. May slash June. And so 
it was somehow then flipped again. You don't care about me. You don't love me. You don't this, you don't that. Like, you know what? Find your own way to work. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, find your own way to work. And I looked at him and I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go walk the dog. And he's like, well, you better get house keys because I'm not going to be here when you get back. And he grabs my car keys and he walks out and he drives away. Took my car entirely. So I'm sitting there, I'm crying. And I'm like, well, I have to take my dog out. I was like, I still have to get like, in a sense, I have to get myself together. Yeah. Take my dog out, go out, have him go pee, put him in there. And I'm like crying, talking to him, whatever. And then I, I walk myself to work. I have no other choice. Yeah. I don't know where this person is. I have no other choice. I walk myself to work, walk myself to work. Um, and that's when I realized I was like, I need help. I can't do this anymore. Like that was like, I was like, you basically stole my car. Like you left me with nothing. So I get to work. I'm like crying, hyperventilating. Like I go into one of my coworkers offices because the way our office was set up, it's kind of like, I don't know if you know of like spaces that's upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that idea. Like you run out an office. Okay. And so where we were located, like my office or the my coworker's office was on one corner my boss was on the other corner okay. and I was at the time in an office right next to my boss okay and I was like I can't go there right now like I'm like a mess so I got there and I cried to them I told them everything and they're like no like talk to the boss like he's really good with these kind of things like just talk to him he'll like give you some good advice and like you'll like you'll figure it out like yeah. don't worry about it take your time go and then that's when I kind of opened up to my coworker and I was like, I know I've been saying that like, he's currently my boyfriend and all this stuff, but like, this is really what's been going on yeah. and all this stuff. And I kind of opened up to her, not to the other one, but I told her right, one of them. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Like, honestly, she's like, you know, like take a second, you know, recuperate yourself, go tell our boss. And I'm like, all right, I go, I talk to my boss and I'm like, this is what happened. This and this and this. And he's like, I think you need to tell him that things are done. Like you need to tell him that things are over. Yeah. Honestly, had my boss not forced me wow. that night, that day, I probably wouldn't have. And I probably would have still been with that person. Wow. Um, because then I like went back to my office. I was like trying to get things done. And I was like, I need to call my mom. I was like, worst things worse. I still need to call my mom. Yeah. If something happens, whatever it is, I need to call my mom. I need to call the leasing office. Let right. them know like, hey, this person needs to leave. Like right. I'm going to need my locks changed. Like all this stuff. Right. And... So I call my mom, go to the leasing office. I tell them basically like, hey, this person has an access to this. Like I plan on telling this person that they can no longer have access to my apartment, like all this stuff. Yeah. I was like, but like, I'm going to do that today. I will update you guys. Like, yeah, I'll update you. Um, get to my apartment. See that he's still not there. Take my dog out. I send him a text. I was like, hey, you know what? Can we talk? Because yeah. in my head, what's going to happen is yeah. I message you. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to let you know, Hey, you know what? You're supposed to go into your new place on this date. Yeah. I'll be at my parents or I'll be at, I'll be somewhere. Yeah. I'll be at somewhere until this time. Take your stuff. Move out. When I come back, have the keys there, like just leave it and just go in my head. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. That's not at all. That's far from anything I ever thought was going to happen. Took my dog go out and I'm like he read the message but he hasn't responded and that's when I told my mom she's like okay she's like well let me know if you need anything she because at that time I was thinking I'm probably going to go to my mom's yeah then I get there and I'm like in my in my apartment I'm like sitting there on my bed and I'm like looking around and I'm like I have to call someone who I know has already cut him out of their life so I call his sister oh okay and I tell him like what do I do 
yeah. I was like, he's here. And then she's like, why would you have him move into your apartment? And I was like, in my head, I was like, well, I wasn't thinking he was really moving into my apartment because he was right. supposed to move out. Right. Like, and it wasn't a permanent thing. I was like, I thought it was going to be like two weeks and then he'd be gone. Yeah. And then that's where the idea comes from. All right, Maya, pack yourself, pack the stuff you care about. Cause when he finds out you're leaving, he's going to ruin your shit. Yeah. So I pack up almost everything in our, their car, nothing in my car because he has my car. And right. then right when we're literally on our last of taking things, um, that's when he comes in. So me and her in my room and I'm, and I had cameras. Thank God oh. that I was so also pre-log, which is very scary. And it's very sad to think back on. Um, those like kind of like that week and two weeks, like two to three weeks before I like was actually in my apartment. And that week I was in my apartment, my, uh, my work had never had emergency contacts. So I, because of how everything was kind of going, sad to say, I was basically planning for my death. Oh my God. I was planning for, if I do not show up to work, here's my mom's phone number. My mom has my location. If she cannot get a hold of me, here's my apartment number. Here's like where I live. This is like who more than likely killed me and all this stuff. And I'm like, basically like I give it kind of like to an extent kind of gave it to my work, but more so along the lines of like, I didn't tell them like, this is who to look for if I end up dead, but more than likely my mom kind of already knew. And so that's kind of what was planned to an extent was like, if I don't show up, call my mom. Right. And this is my apartment. Wow. And so I was like, well, fuck. And then when all of this happened, no, now I remember that when all of this happened before I had left work, I had kind of just said this, I gave his name to my work and I was like, here, I was like, in case something happens, it was the worst comes to worst. I remember my boss being like, do you, are you sure you don't want one of us to like go with you and kind of like wait it out while you talk to him and you tell him to leave? Yeah, they're like worried. For yeah, you and the thing is, I knew him and I knew it's like the streets versus the suburbs to an yeah. extent. Like yeah. my work was very white, very polished. Like I, to my extent, I don't know how much they really would throw down or had ever really been in something like that. Right. Where I kind of already knew what to expect from this person. I was like, no, like it's good. Like, you know, worst comes worse. Like I will call the cops to have them like have them move this stuff. Right. Um, and so um I had gotten cameras. Okay. Because I was planning in case something happened. Like inside your like apartment? inside my apartment, I had okay, the plane gotcha. cameras. So oh I God. had one camera facing at the front door and then okay, another good. one facing like in the living room area that yeah. kind of faced towards my bedroom and living room wow. area. Oh my God. And so I saw him when he came in and I was looking oh. at him and I was like, fuck. I was like, okay. So I look at her and I'm like, what are we going to do? And she's like, I got it. Something along the lines of goes over there and tells him like, you told me you were going to stop. You told me you were going to get help. You told me you were going to do this stuff oh, and you're shit. not. So what you're going to do is you're going to let her go. You're going to let her take our things and go. Yeah. And you are going to take your stuff, move out, leave the keys and all stuff. Something along the lines of when they have that conversation, he gets pissed beyond like words. He, my dog thankfully was in his crate, but it was right next to my door. And so he, I'm like in the bed, not in the bed, but I'm like kind of like standing between like the bed and the wall and all this stuff. Yeah. And then I see him through the camera. I see him charging towards my door. 
Oh my God. And so he pushes open the door and he shoves me on my bed. Cause I moved closer to the bed. Cause I was like, fuck. I was like, if he pushes me, yeah. he'll land on the bed. Yeah. Safest spot. Pushes me on the bed. And then as he pushes me on the bed, he's like hitting me. And then that's when, <laughs> thank God for his sister. She jumps from behind him, gets oh. him in a chokehold. Oh. And then come, somehow like throws him off of me. And I'm like, fuck. So then I'm like getting up and I'm trying to like run away. He throws something at me that like it was one of my milk crate boxes where I had stuff and he throws one or two of them at me. Oh my God. Throws them at me. And then as I'm down, this is where I was smart. And I thank God because honestly me doing this one thing could later on have killed me. I call 911. I do the five button press. With the iPhone and oh, swipe to call 911. Good. And I don't say anything. I you just hear me getting hit. And that's when he starts stomping on me. And that's when he's literally stomping me out. Like this is what they essentially do, quote unquote, like on the streets. I don't know too much. I was very much somewhat protected, but to an extent, like that's what they do. Cause later on when they were when she would say, like, oh yeah, like Maya got stomped out. Like that's basically what it was. Oh and God. that's why I have the scar on my back of the team. Oh, Cause that's, that's the from shoe. his shoe. Okay. So that happened. And when he had thrown me down that time, that's why I also have this scar right here on my shin. It took a really long time for that one to heal. It would hurt when Tahu had me do those kicking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I have that oh, one. Oh, my God. I had something, like, on my elbow. And somehow during that whole time of him throwing me and, like, stomping on me, I got a black eye. Somehow in the midst of all of it. Oh I don't know God. how. At some point, I get up and she's like, Maya, Run! Hey, thanks so much for listening. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Not Here to Judge Podcast. And please be sure to follow the Connectable Podcast as well on Instagram at Connectable Podcast. And as always, please share this with your friends, family, neighbor, ex boyfriend, ex whoever, and anyone else who could use a laugh and a smile. Oh, and one more thing, my friends please give a five star review on iTunes if you enjoyed this episode. That would be great. Thanks so much. See you next time. Uh-huh.